And now a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is presented by Early Bird. Early Bird is the simplest way for parents, family, and friends to collectively invest in a child's financial future starting at the earliest age. Early Bird's mobile app empowers parents and families to start saving for their child's financial future in a matter of minutes while activating a child's broader community to gift contributions on birthdays, holidays, or any occasion. We're teaming up with Early Bird to give our listeners a free $15 investment to gift to a child you love. Simply go to partners.getearlybird.io slash podcast or the link in our show notes, download the app, and create an account today. Early Bird, build the nest and invest in the children you love. Hey sis! Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Emma. And I'm Haley. And... We just had a very bonding experience, <laughs> to say the least. Um, Emma, what did you just do for me? <laughs> just put her contacts in. Her contacts her literally contacts touched in my her literal eye. <laughs> I am trying to learn how to put in contacts. Um, it's not going well, to say the least. <laughs> it took me about 30 minutes for one eye and yeah. 30 minutes for the and other then and then Emma i was lost like, patience and she put it in on the third try so that was embarrassing <laughs> but also uh you know women supporting women am i right <laughs> i will be doing that on her wedding day she Catch literally me. will <laughs> she literally will um but anyway we just did that now we're here and i can still feel a little trippy <laughs> i know contacts are kind of weird i have astigmatism too and so my eyes like too. I don't know. I don't know about this, guys. I'm not sold yet. Uh, yeah. But yeah. today we are talking about um, basically what to do, not what to do. We're talking about when you're having like a bad mental health day or week or month or summer, if you're me. Um, basically, you know, last week we talked about hot girl summer, but I have to be honest, usually hot girl summer is depressed girl summer for me. Mm-hmm. I get super depressed during the summer. Um and so we're just going to kind of talk about, like, tips if you're going through a season like that. For me, I'm coming more from, like, the, you know, clinical mental health side, actually disorder, you know, something in my brain is not balanced out. Emma's coming more from, like, the situational side. Mm-hmm. Maybe you have a particular stressor in your life or something you're working on. So kind mm-hmm. of, like, two different perspectives. Yeah. So. But first, we'll do learning, watching, listening, reading. I'll go yes, first. Yes. I have a really exciting one, guys. I know we do. <laughs> Okay, so I'll start with reading. I'm re- I just started Blue Like Jazz. <gasps> Wait, I have to read a quote from it actually. Hand it to me. Yeah, it's very good. So I just started it like yesterday. But yeah, and then still The Promised Land. And that's that. <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Um my but this is oh, but this once I finish this book and A Promised Land, which might take me the whole rest of the year one never know. It, I've hit my goal for the year. Oh my gosh, I'm nowhere near. You're uh, killing the game. Well, I did set it really low, but... But still, you're killing the game. Thanks, dude. I know, I'm very excited about it. Um, so that's what I'm reading. Listening to... I've been listening oh, yeah. to... Uh, I know, I'm so excited. Okay, so music I've been listening to, pretty much the same as last week, so tune in to last week's for the update. But, um, the new one, which I am so excited about, is called drama queens and you guys oh it's a podcast by the way yes it's a podcast um 
if you guys watched One Tree Hill growing up, I have not met somebody who's, like, started watching it and wasn't obsessed with it. Yeah. Like, I find it so nostalgic and so, like... Comforting, oddly. Yeah, and I'm just, like, oh, it was... It's, like, the show that I go back to and I'm, like, oh, I just want to, like, be cozy and, yeah, like, have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the girls... So, Haley, Peyton, and Brooke, their actresses, started a podcast, like, re-watching the show mm-hmm. and talking about their experience in it. And I... I'm so obsessed. Like, they their episodes come out every Sunday, so I listen every Monday on my way to my gym class. And it's my favorite thing. Like, it's my favorite thing. It's so good. There's only, like, two episodes so far, mm-hmm. so you can start now and not yeah. and the, be caught up. Yeah, the first episode was just, like, introducing the show and then how they got on the show. They talked about their experience mm-hmm. for, like, trouts and all that. And then, um, but then... The second episode was, like, they rewatched the pilot, mm-hmm. and then they talked about that, and I don't, because they're talking about being on the show, you know? Yeah. And I just, I don't know, I love it. Even, like, hearing their voices, I'm like, I know. Oh, it's Especially so nostalgic. Brooke, for yes. me, Brooke's voice is Sophia Bush. I'm like, oh my gosh, that just brings, I don't know. I, I'm, like, living for it. It's so fun. So, because I loved that show in high school. Yeah, same. And it's fun, because they're, like, older now, you yeah, know? Yeah, the 30s. Yeah. 40s even? I don't know. I have no that idea. A, that was a long time ago. Yeah. They said they were 20 in 2003, so yeah, like, yeah. almost 40. Yeah, I'm obsessed with them. I love it. I love it. So, yeah. Then, watching, I started watching that with them. I'm going to be watching yeah, one, one episode Hill. of One Tree Hell a week to be up to date. That bitch just a perfect amount, too. I know. It's not overwhelming, and then I listen to a podcast, and it's on a Monday, too. Like, I listen to it on a Monday. Weekend, yeah. <sighs> so I great. We're, start the week out great. So, yeah, that's what I'm watching right now and listening to. And then I'm trying to think of what else I'm watching. I don't think I've watched anything else. No. Okay. And then learning. Right now I'm learning the importance of, like, setting time aside to actually do the work. You know, like, last Mm -hmm. week we were like, do the work because you have the time. And then I'm like, okay, but actually you need to schedule (laughs) it out because you're busy. Yeah. 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 So I've been doing that. And it's been good. It's, like, hard, obviously, to do the work that's, like, you know, there's, like, a TikTok going around where it's, like, nobody talks about how hard it is to actually do the work and, like, Mm -hmm. to sit with your stuff, and it's, like, yeah, that's definitely what I'm feeling right now, but it's overall a better feeling than, like, avoiding it, so, like, it's cool to see your personal growth rather than you just, like, living in the... Yeah. But, yeah, so, yeah. Love it. Um, I have been... You know, I'm going to start with learning, and my learning is not deep. I just told you what it is. I'm learning to put in contacts, and, you know, I've done some work in my life. I've been to some therapy, and I'll tell you, this has been the biggest challenge I've faced. One of the hardest things I've ever done. Um, Yeah. So, I'm learning to put in contacts. Make fun of me if you want to. Um, Reading, I am also reading Blue Like Jazz. I'm almost finished with it, but I wanted to read you guys the part that I read last night, um, so basically it's called Blue Lake Jazz, Non-Religious Thoughts on Christian Spirituality. And the, sorry, you're going to hear all the pages. Um, I'm just going to read like a little bit these segments. So it says, um, the problem with Christian culture is that we think of love as a commodity. We use it as money. This was the thing I had smelled so raw in all these years. I used love like money. The church used love like money. With love, we withheld affirmation from the people who did not agree with us, but we lavishly financed the ones who did. I was, and then this later on, he says, I was guilty of using love like money. 
withholding it to get somebody to be who I wanted them to be. I hoped that love would work. Okay, and then he's talking about how he actually wants it to be. So he says, I hoped that love would work like a magnet, pulling people from the mire and toward healing. I knew this was the way God loved me. God had never withheld love to teach me a lesson. And I just like loved that part, especially when he just saying that he hoped basically love would pull people out of like the pit and towards healing. I was like, that is what I want my life mission to be. Like, I love that part. Um, And then he says later, I loved the fact that it wasn't my responsibility to change somebody, that it was God's, that my part was just to communicate love and approval. Absolutely. So anyway, I just thought that was so good. The idea of using that the church like mistakenly uses love as a commodity and uses it kind of as this, I just painted my nails and I'm touching them, uses it as this like thing we hold over someone's head. I don't know. I just like loved that part. So Mm -hmm. highly recommend. Very good. Highly recommend. Um, watching, I am not watching anything. Literally not watching anything. Bachelorette? Bachelorette, but I didn't see last week's episode. I haven't seen it either. So, or this week's, I guess. Um, so, not really watching anything right now. Listening to, I am also listening to Drama Queens per Emma's recommendation. I literally just started it today and I'm obsessed. Um, and then a song that I have been obsessed with is Golf on TV by Lennon Stella. I think it's super cute. You should listen to it. And also Crowded Table by High Women, I think. Send them to me. I shall. I shall. So yeah, um, that about sums it up, I think. There we go. Perfect. Okay, shall we hop in? Yeah. Okay, so the first thing I think is, um, I've had to learn to recognize the signs of, like, when my mental health is getting bad again um so like for me it's a lot of time it's like using my phone as an escape like more than normal to where I'm like oh like I don't even want to be on social media it's making me more anxious to be on there but I just want to distract myself so bad that that's like all I'm doing or I'll like not eat you know I'll kind of like lose my appetite and stop eating or stop sleeping or whatever turning to some unhealthy coping mechanism and so I think like for me the first step is always just like sometimes it's hard to notice those signs. Like, sometimes you just get so into a pattern that you're like, wait, 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 wait. I'm not doing well, and, like, these are signs. Um, So, I think the first thing is, like, learning to recognize what your signs are, what you might be turning to as an unhealthy coping mechanism, or, like, what your body is telling you. Um, And I also think, like, your friends and family over time start to recognize those things, too. Like, I feel like when we lived together, there would be certain points where she would be like, are you, like, doing okay? Like, Mm -hmm. I can tell that you're doing this or this or whatever, Um, and I know my mom can do the same thing, so just, like, learning to recognize those signs and also having, like, a support system around you that can not, like, like, kind of hold you accountable and that, like, hey, I've noticed this is going on, like, are you feeling okay, blah, 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 Um, so that's the first thing for me, Mm -hmm. I think, and then, like, not keeping it all in your head, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like, if it's journaling or if it's like talking it out with somebody but just there's such a temptation to isolate whether whether it's like what I'm talking about in terms of like clinical mental health or even if you're just like processing something Mm -hmm. it's so tempting to just like isolate and keep it all in your head and maybe you don't want to like talk to someone yet maybe you're not ready to do that but I still think like I know for you you get it out on paper Mm -hmm. like before you're ready to talk about it you're like I have mm-hmm. to just get it out of my head and onto another space. Yeah. I'm like, all the gross stuff has to get out first, and then I can talk about it once I filtered through. Yeah. Well, there's um, Hannah Brencher, who I know we've talked about before. She's an author. She talks about when she prays, she pours out the vinegar and then the oil, is, like, how she says it. So, like, she'll start her prayer with, like, the gross stuff, like, 
this is how I'm feeling, this is what I need, this is, like, all of the parts I, like, don't want to share with God, basically, and then she'll end it with, like, the oil, like, the praises, the blessings, things like that. So I think you do have to, like, pour out the vinegar first. Mm-hmm. And then I also think, like, when you, if you decide, like, okay, maybe I want to talk to someone, understanding if you need someone to listen or if you need someone to offer solutions, because mm-hmm. sometimes we think we want a problem fixed when in reality we just want to be, like, hurt we just want to be heard. We just mm-hmm. want to feel seen and, like, someone's listening. So, I think being, like, hey, I, like, need to process this and, like, talk through this, but I really don't want you to fix it. I just want you to listen mm-hmm. is so crucial, recognizing if you actually want a solution or if you just need to, once again, get it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Um, I also think, for me, asking for what I need from others, which is so Literally the hard. hardest thing ever so hard I think for both of our personality types yeah I'm like uh pride I'm like I don't need anyone from any like anything from anyone ever but then um I I think for me going off that is like it's more of like I like I'm such a verbal processor that I have to talk to somebody about it to like move on Mm -hmm. or to feel better about it or whatever and so if I don't just like ask for that or like speak it out like I'm not doing well and then um, but I'm like, I don't want to be a burden like that. Like, right, I don't want to, exactly. I don't want to do that. And so it's just like, it's like not even, or it is the like, I need to ask for what I need, but it's like, I also have to be willing to like do that, to like be vulnerable, to mm-hmm. like let somebody see like the gross parts of me that like I don't even like about myself right now. And yeah. that's like so hard. Yeah. And I think, I mean, I definitely will feel the same where I'm like, I don't want to be a burden. Like, no, I'm supposed to be the person that people come to, or, like, I'm supposed to be, like, the strong one in whatever relationship dynamic it is, um, but I'm, like, the complete opposite. I'm, like, nobody ever comes for me to anything, so I can't go to anyone, (laughs) (laughs) but, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, I think I always, like, I always think about it. I'm, like, if somebody comes to me with something, like, vulnerable or scary, I never feel like they're a burden. I've never once felt like someone else is a burden. I've always felt, like, oh, wow, I'm really, like, honored that you Mm -hmm. let me in on that part of yourself, you know? And so I have to always remind myself, I'm like, no one is going to feel like that. They're going to be like, oh, wow, I'm I'm honored that you would share that. I'm honored that you would want me to walk alongside and, like, fight with you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I also think along with asking for what you need, like, sometimes you have to make very specific requests. Like, sometimes I have, it'll be like, can you FaceTime me while we're eating lunch so that I eat lunch, mm-hmm. you know? Like, there's this girl on TikTok who will make these videos of, like eating lunch with somebody because like when you're in if sometimes when you're in the midst of like such severe like depression or anxiety like you can't eat it's like literally such a struggle and so she makes these videos that you can like watch while you're eating where she'll like cheer you on basically for eating and it's like so sweet um I think and you you might need different different things at different times like sometimes when I'm anxious I need or like depressed I need someone to like drag me out so I won't isolate but then sometimes when I'm anxious and depressed, again, same feeling, I need people to just leave me alone and be okay with me saying no to things. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it just changes. Um, I just think it's so important to, like, ask people to get in the ring and fight with you. Like, you're never alone in, in that low point, and so just asking someone to, like, join the fight with you, because mm-hmm. it, it really is, like, does feel like a fight some days. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know we've talked about the plant analogy before, mm-hmm. of figuring out your care instructions and what works for you, um, which I think, again, is just reflecting on your one unhealthy co- 
coping mechanisms, what you turn to there and then figuring out like, okay, what do I actually, when I'm doing my best, when I'm Mm. doing my best in life, what am I doing? Like, what does my day-to-day look like? Um, And I think also investing in things that you know help you. Like, I don't have a gym membership all year round. I only have a gym membership in the summer because I tend to get depressed in the summer. I know that every single summer. And so I try to get ahead of it. Like, as soon as I get home from the, for the summer, I'm like, I'm getting a gym membership. I'm not depressed yet, but I know she's coming. Mm -hmm. And I just like, I don't need it for some reason the rest of the year. But during the summer, I'm like super depressed. So I take care of it and try to be proactive with that and get into like those routines before Mm -hmm. that happens. Um, And also just focusing on like really small things. Like if you're in the middle of a really, really hard like mental health season, it's like eating, showering, and sleeping. Mm-hmm. Like, focus on that. Like, any single one of those things is a victory. Just, like, focusing on the basic tasks. Like, I fed myself today. That's mm-hmm. a win. I took a shower. That's a win. Mm-hmm. I, like, got some sleep. That's a win. Mm-hmm. I think it's just breaking it down to those very small, like, basic, almost mm-hmm. survival needs and just celebrating that. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Those are some things that help me. When I am in the middle of a tough mental health season, of which I have had many throughout my life, um, and also, like, you know, maintaining perspective. I know that's hard, but it's, like, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. if you've already been through it, you know that you're gonna, you're gonna continue to get through it, like, okay, this is not forever, this is a temporary thing, not that that necessarily helps in the moment, but just, like, keeping that perspective that there is, like, mental health ebbs and flows, Mm -hmm. and, yeah, and, and that's, perfectly okay and just because you're in one season now does not mean that's where you're going to be forever but also if you're doing well you don't need to be waiting for the other shoe to drop which is something I've had to learn throughout my life because every time I'd be like happy I'm like okay so like this is too good to be true when is it when is it coming yeah yeah yeah. so I don't know those are just my general thoughts things that help me yeah about you well um like you said mine are very like my mental health seasons are very circumstantial Mm -hmm. and um and I tend to do a lot more avoiding when I'm not being like when I'm not doing well mentally just because it's distracting for me so like one of my coping mechanisms is like getting insanely busy Mm -hmm. and allowing that for myself because it makes me feel important it makes me feel um purposeful it makes me like it fills these holes that I'm like for some reason I feel like I'm lacking in my yeah. life and but then I get burnout and then I'm grumpy and then I don't like myself like it's just like this it's whole, a spiral it's a yeah. vicious like cycle yeah so I'm not gonna lie I am a recovering from that um I think it just was like the change of like we're moving out I don't really mm-hmm. know where I'm living mm-hmm. um there was just like some emotional stressors within the past couple months yeah. that were just like a lot and then um stuff like that and and like learning not to care what people I care about think and like making yeah. decisions that were good for me because they were good for me and like all this stuff and so I was just like okay I'm gonna get really freaking busy because mm-hmm. I don't want to deal and yep. so but then the but then I just was like okay I don't really love the person I'm like am right now and so I'm gonna sit in this and like figure out what's going on and so like last week I literally set my timer for a clinical hour 50 minutes (laughs) we love a behavioral health (laughs) major and I just journaled everything that I needed that I just I guess needed to process and I like I was like okay you're going to treat this like as a therapy session Mm -hmm. like you're going to 
do some cognitive behavioral, ask yourself why, and, like, get to the bottom of, like, the way you're feeling because you need to know. Like, you need to figure it out and, like, you're not going to therapy and you don't want to pay for it right now even though, like, I, if I, like, 100%, if I didn't know the things I know because of my degree, I would be going to therapy because I like wouldn't know how to do the things I do yeah and honestly it's probably better to go to therapy because you can't like they know the questions to ask but also I'm like I can't like I don't want to lie to myself not that I lied to my therapist but I just like I had more like she was asking me questions that I could have asked myself because I knew mm-hmm. but well at a certain I point it's like, like at certain points like I have the tools I know I yeah. have them I'm just avoiding using them I just don't want to use them yeah exactly and like also it's harder for me to lie to myself than it is to to like somebody else which is like so weird I'm like well you're just conditioned your whole life I feel like to be like oh things are fine yeah things are totally fine and like I'm afraid yeah yeah, I'm afraid of like what you're gonna think about this even though you're You're a literal therapist I'm like you're literally paid to not care about that to literally have unconditional positive regard and acceptance (laughs) for me yeah I'm like okay cool so anyway I just like sat down and like journaled and it was like literally eye-opening and I'm a better human this week because of it so yeah um I'm doing that again tonight actually I have it literally scheduled in my planner I think that's such a practical tip because I think so so many times for me I'll be like oh you have a lot in your head you need to sit down and journal before bed and then I'll be right before bed and I'll be like "Eh, I'm exhausted I'm tired I don't want to do this like but then it's all in my head still Mm -hmm. and then I'm like cool now I'm not sleeping tonight but I don't want to I think that's such a practical tip is like literally scheduling it in yeah because like if you were going to therapy it would be like I have to go to therapy Mm -hmm. at this point it's not negotiable yeah yeah so I was like okay you're planning it like you're doing this and that's why I was like I have to leave at eight she's like I have to leave at eight I didn't ask her why now no (laughs) but yeah so that's something that's new but that like literally helped so freaking much and um and like this is I'm just in a time of life where that I've like never really been before Mm -hmm. so I'm just like yeah let's do this till you feel good and happy with like who you are and what you're doing so yeah um yeah that's like my biggest tip at the moment but um oh but another tip while you're doing this because at least for me I'm like you should freaking know these things like you should come out of the womb as a fully emotionally mature mature and relationally yeah yeah, mature human being like you shouldn't have to do the work like you should know and so like I can kind of tend to be like um, kind of want to be just, like, negative towards myself mm-hmm. as I'm, like, processing the things that I'm learning yep. for the first time, and I'm, like, okay, you also have to, like, like, I literally have to be, like, I'll literally feel myself being, like, oh, I hate you, like, why don't you just know this, and I'm, like, no, yep. no, 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 like, y- you're learning, it's fine, like, I literally have to, like, so actively be, like, I have grace for myself in this moment right now. Yeah. It's just like a shame, like shame spirals are very, very real. real. Yeah. Think, is it Renee Brown that talks about shame spirals? I don't know. I think it is. I need to look it up. Probably actually. But yeah. So that's like one big tip. It's like you really, really have at least, okay. I don't know. Maybe not everyone's like me, but I have to work really, really hard as I'm doing this to be like, like in a healthy space towards myself because I'm not with somebody else to be like, uh, you're that's actually not healthy yeah (laughs) to be thinking that way so yeah um well and it's like how would you like if I came to you 
And I was like, oh, this is the stuff I'm processing and learning. Yeah. You would never say to me, like, why don't you know that? Yeah, Like, you would, never, you would never speak to your friend that way, but you're just, like, so easy. Like, you're, we're all so ready to bash ourselves. Yeah. Or, like, why didn't you see that? It was, like, right in front of your face. And I'm like, when you would uh, never, ever treat a friend like that. No, literally. Yeah. So, that's one thing I'm learning, too. Um, and another tip I have. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. So, yeah, having grace is, like, a big one when I'm in a emotional or not emotional like but a mental health pit a little bit yeah um the other thing I'm going off of like what Haley said is to like like I said I have to verbally process a lot and so but I have a hard time opening up to people in that way because it feels so close to my heart like especially Mm -hmm. in the moment of dealing with something like I can talk about it three weeks after because I've processed it and I've, like, moved on or whatever and it's not that big of a deal, but it's, like, not as helpful, you know, because it's, like, uh, I'm basically put like, I just threw that in the back of the closet and I'm going to deal with it when I feel better and it's just, like, no, like, let's deal with it in the moment because, like, you do have people who love you and, like, like, you and Sarah have definitely taught me that, like, more than anyone in my whole life just to be... Just that, like, you can sit with, like, the gross parts that I don't even like about myself and be a space of, like, okay, like, but we can be better and I'm, like, still gonna love you. (laughs) Like, you're not gross or anything, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that's been, like, the coolest thing, but it's also still really, really hard. Yeah. But, Definitely, because you sold judgment towards yourself. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what are they thinking? And then I'm like... Like, oh, they, they hate me. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, horrible <laughs> why would they even want to be my friend, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, I 100% get that. So, that's um, one thing I do. Another thing... Oh, another thing I really try to focus on when I'm in stuff like this is to prioritize sleep. Because mm-hmm. sleep, like, I could not eat, I could not drink water, I could not work out. But if I'm not sleeping... I am in another, <laughs> I'm in an, on another level yeah. of, I don't know, it just helps me so, so much to be getting sleep, so if you need melatonin, take melatonin, if you need CBD, take CBD, yeah. and get the sleep you need, at least for me, but. Yeah. yeah, I for sure agree, I feel like my whole life, I would always, I still am this way, I'll get so anxious and stressed right before bed, which it's a pretty normal thing. And my mom would always say to me, everything looks better in the morning. And I'm like, yep, that's literally just facts. <laughs> like, yeah, I literally need sleep and I'll feel better. Yeah. Which is, I don't know, just so basic, but everything looks better in the morning. Yeah. And you can't fully function without sleep. So like, I don't know. Just... Yeah. Well, that's so true. Cause we grew, I, at least I grew up, I was like, everyone was like, uh, sleep on it. And then like, tell me what you think yeah, in the morning. Yeah. And you're just like, um, okay. <laughs> I feel like there's a reason that those phrases are said. Yeah. And you're like, oh, right, right, right. Because, like, I'm not functioning as a human being when I sleep <laughs> deprived. Exhausted. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. Um, okay, I wanted to read the thing that we were talking about that we both saved on Instagram. Oh, The right, yeah. wrong choice thing. Um, okay, this is, like, not related but kind of related because, at least for me, I can get caught up in this spiral of like a choice I have a really hard time making decisions I'm the most indecisive person I struggle with like did I say the right thing did I do the right thing did I like I just will 
I can't always accept choices that I've made. Like, I know it's done, but I just can't, you know? So, I saw this on Holistically Grace, um, and Emma saw it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And so, it says, instead of the right-wrong choice, and then it has, like, all these things it says, that was a difficult decision. I made the best choice with the information I have. The discomfort I feel doesn't make it a mistake. The choice may disappoint others, and it is the one I need to feel, feel ease and peace. This is the choice I'm making right now. I'm free to change my mind, reevaluate, and choose again. For me, I feel so like good. that is the most important one. Mm-hmm. And then the last one says, The choice I made honored the knowing and wisdom within, even if it went against the shoulds and logic slash rationale. I really like that. But I think for me, the third one is the one that stands out. I always want to, like... I feel like every decision I make is final and the older I get the more I realize like you can pivot at any point in your life and so it's like I made the choice with the tools I had at the moment Mm -hmm. I can change my mind I can reevaluate I can constantly be making different choices Mm -hmm. um so I just wanted to share that if you get in this like overthinking spiral of like what I should have done or did I do the right thing or did I let anyone down by my choices or yeah or even if you like let yourself down by your choices you're like oh I can grow from that choice that I made because of the discomfort I feel but I'm not gonna I'm not gonna live in the shame and the regret of that like I even though now literally even if it's 12 hours later you think it's (laughs) I feel like I'm exploding myself you think it's a bad idea like you're allowed to have changed your mind already you know yep totally anyway (laughs) anyway um, I think that's all we have. Do you have anything else you want to add? I don't know. I think so. Um, I was just gonna give a little shout out to the Sanvelo app, which is a mental health app, um, that you can kind of, like, track how you're feeling, track your moods. I think it's a good, can be a good tool, um, one, to see, like, if there are certain triggers that you have, and two, to just realize when your mental health might be, like, getting into a, to be proactive and maybe catch it before it kind of, like, escalates. Um, so Sanvelo app, I will link it in our description. I also wanted to say we have episodes, you can check out our episode about therapy. We Mm -hmm. talked all about our experiences in therapy. Um, we also had an episode with Nicole Rizcala, who is a licensed marriage and family therapist. You can listen to that as well. Um, if you are thinking about reaching out for help, we both strongly recommend it. We've both been to therapy. Um, I know it's like really hard to find a therapist, but... I recommend Mm psychology.com. You can filter by, like, your insurance provider, the type of therapy you want, if you know that, if you want, like, male or female Mm -hmm. provider, if there are certain specializations you want them to have. Um, So, if you're, like, looking into starting therapy or just, like, thinking about it, that can be a really good place Mm -hmm. to start because it can feel super overwhelming. So, yeah. Yeah, just just some resources. Yeah. I know when I was starting therapy, I was like, uh, I don't know if I'm going to do it. I don't know if I need it. I don't know if it's going to be, like, help or whatever. But, like, somebody or something somebody said was, like, therapy like the only thing it can do is help mm-hmm. like it's never gonna hurt and yeah. like uh hurt your your growth as a person yeah and I'm like it did do be painful sometimes but it's yeah. a good kind of pain and yeah. you're growing and learning and stuff from that so just remember that it's only gonna help yeah it's sometimes, not gonna hurt it's yeah. not gonna set you back 100% sometimes people somebody was like I feel like you're so good at regulate regulating your emotions I'm like yeah I've been to seven years more of therapy than you have so yeah yeah I, I do be paying a lot of money to regulate my emotions <laughs> but no it, I mean all I can do is give you tools and equip you to better handle challenges in the future even if it sucks in the moment mm-hmm. so oh there was one thing I forgot that I wanted to share um sorry I know we're at the, we're at the end and this it's is kind of going back but um I saw the TikTok, this TikTok the other day and it was this like girl talking about how asking why like asking she like thinks about what 
what she's thinking about. Uh-huh. And I think that's really helpful, too, when you're going through um, a mental health slump or whatever because it almost makes it objective like you're looking in on your own experience and you're being like okay but why do you feel that way Mm -hmm. or like why did you have this reaction to what's going on yes and then just like allowing that to be what it is yeah I think a really good thing is like not questioning the fact that you reacted but like why did I react like Mm -hmm. that like I feel like if you question like the reaction then it's, like, you're judging yourself for having mm-hmm. some emotional reaction to something. But it's, like, if you question why, it's, like, you just want to get to know. Yeah. Like, it's what the trigger like, might be, what the... Yeah. I don't know. Like, that, what like, made me do... What made me react in that way? Not in a... Out of a space of being, like, what the heck is wrong with you? Right. But being, like... Just curious. Being I want curious. to learn about myself. Like, yeah. I want to know what caused that reaction because... Because I genuinely don't, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know why I reacted like that. So, like, what is it, you know? I think that's really good. That honestly was, wow, that kind of shook me. Yeah, just showing up with curiosity instead of judgment. Mm -hmm. Because I've been learning that and, like, I have been sharing some, like, super vulnerable things lately. And sometimes we'll have very physical reactions to that. And Mm -hmm. my, like, first instinct is to be, like, what the heck, like, Mm -hmm. like, why are you responding like that? Like, literally, why is your body not working? Why are you, like, unable to speak right now? But But there's always a reason. Yeah, there's always a reason. And so, when I, like, can get curious about that and being, like, okay, well, like, what, what are you, like, maybe projecting right now? Or what, Mm -hmm. what is, like, being brought up from the past that's making you feel like this? Not, Mm -hmm. again, not out of judgment, but, no, I think that's really, really good. Wow, we love, we do love TikTok. Mm Mm-hmm. And I got TikTok and, uh, and I'm a genius. No, I'm just kidding. But that's, like, a lot of what we learned and that's, like, what cognitive behavioral is. It's yeah. just, like, asking why. Asking so. why, figuring out if that's rational or not, mm-hmm. balancing the thoughts. Mm-hmm. But it's definitely much easier for somebody else to ask you why instead of, like, yeah, like, you have to definitely fight the judgment, you know? Definitely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. I think that's really good. Anyway. Um, perfect. Well, that's all of our hot mental health tips for now mm-hmm. but we will ask you guys what you do to help with bad mental health days or weeks or months or years on instagram um because we want to know we want to know what else we can incorporate into our lives yes but if you want to follow us on instagram our instagram is at the Hases podcast you can also email us hello.hasispodcast at gmail.com leave us a rating and review five stars please on the apple podcast app and i think that's all we have for you we will yeah. see you next week Bye, sis. Bye.